Hey, I want to invite you guys, if you've been listening to this podcast and enjoying this content and are passionate about protection, you should know that we have an entire library of all of the protector symposiums that we've ever done uh, hosted at protectornation.com. You can go there and you can download those and you can watch every protector symposium we've had today there online and you can learn protection tactics from the most, some of the most elite trainers in the world from the comfort of your own home. I think you'll be surprised about how much content we actually have there. Uh, It's very, very, very reasonably priced and you can upgrade your protection skills. Remember, protection is not all about the hard skills. 90% of it is all about the software, the programming, the way you see and move in the world to achieve a safer pattern of life. With that having been said, go to protectornation.com, join us there, learn from the best of the best. Now, enjoy the show. Boom, hello and welcome to the Protector Nation podcast, a podcast that is dedicated to making the world a better place, making the world a safer place by making good people dangerous. In this podcast, we're going to study and understand what it takes to protect, to protect your family, to protect your loved ones, because we all know that you have a few basic needs, food, water, and shelter, but you also have the need to protect those things. In a world and society where evil runs rampant and is sometimes left unchecked, learning how to protect yourselves and your loved ones is becoming more and more important. And so we strive to raise the level of accountability to those who would do evil on this planet by making sure that the sheep, that the flock, is more well-versed in protecting themselves and their loved ones. If that sounds interesting to you, then sit back and enjoy the show. Out. Boom! What's going on, you guys? Byron Rogers here for another episode, man, here at the Protector Podcast. I might put this on on, uh, EPL as well, but I've got a special guest here, uh, an accomplished warrior, the infamous soul assassin, Kevin Ross. How you doing, bro? I'm doing great, man. Thanks for having me on. Yeah, 100%, dude. It's an honor. It's an absolute honor. Just for some of y'all that don't know a little bit about his background, man, he is a world-class Muay Thai fighter, man. He's got some titles here. Let's see here. Bellator featherweight champion, WBC international champion. I know you hate hearing this, Kevin, but just let me do do. (laughs) (laughs) USA uh, national champion, FITM welterweight champion of Mexico and the United States, Muay Thai federation, welterweight champion, man. You're a champion, bro. It means a lot. Yeah. Yeah, I did some stuff. Disney, you've been around a block, man. No, we got to do that so people know who and why they're listening, man. It's really important. Um, with all those championships and all that fighting, my first question is always, who's the man behind the work, bro? Who are you at your core? Like, what drives you? What's this whole thing all about? Mm, a lot of things, you know. I uh, Well, for some of my backstory, you know, I, I grew up, in Vegas, you know, lived that party and lifestyle as an alcoholic, you know, uh, just depressed kid, broken mm-hmm. home with that whole, that whole story, you know, and really just became a very victim minded person, you know, like I, I didn't have a choice is just the way that life is, you know, you take, take what life's going to give you and there's nothing you can do about it. And, uh, you know, I never thought I was going to live very long. I actually didn't think I was going to live to see the year 2000 and, uh, you know, almost, almost got in a fatal car accident going into 2000. That was a really big wake up call to me that, 
all these all these excuses that I was giving myself about why I couldn't make it, why I couldn't accomplish anything were just all fear based. You know, they they don't really mean anything. You're just telling yourself, I can't do this because of X, Y, and Z. But what, what it boils down to is fear. And that just hit me in the face one day and I, I couldn't ignore it any longer. So that that's who I was like half my life. And then the second half of my life was been doing everything, <laughs> trying to go in the other direction, you know, taking advantage of the time that I do have. I, I view every day as extra credit. Like I'm not supposed to be here. So all those all those fears and doubts that I let control me before, it doesn't necessarily mean they go away. It just means you accept the fact that they're there and you still have a choice to make regardless of any fear or anything else. And uh, once I started kind of simplifying that in my mind, uh, you know, it's, it is a choice. There's no, there's no debate. You're either going to do it or you're not. And that really took a lot of that fear away from me. Like, I feel like I don't have a lot of the fear that people do, but it's really just a, uh, an understanding of it and an acceptance of it. Not to say that I don't, care like the only way not to have fear is not to care about what you're doing <laughs> but not to give a shit uh, but it is if you care about what you're doing you're going to have some fear about it because you want something to happen you want to be successful you want to do well whatever whatever it is so fear is a fear is a really great thing just not letting get control you is the key my dude you're dropping so much yo all right we're coming out the gate hot hot man there's so much wisdom in what you just said man the 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 mentality and and you know like people will tune in because they're like oh we can listen to a champion fighter this is really cool like you know like what's the cleanest uppercut and like you know my overhand and all yeah yeah yeah. cool man the differentiator in people is their mindset that's what drives everything and when i hear you talk about the victim mentality i love that you have a nice dirty background you know i'm saying because that's what most people are dealing with they're sitting there looking at their situation and coming up with excuses you know and it is literally the most corrosive and dangerous thing that someone can do with the sovereignty they have over their life and you're like yo i was in that and i got out of it because guess what every single one of these people listening can actually get out of it um i love that stuff man and what we and, and we definitely have it in common, you know, because I'm on borrowed time too, man. You heard me talk. Man. I should have, I should have been dead, you know. So every single day is a mother freaking miracle, you know, literally and figuratively, you know. And then as we lean into this trash, man, it's just, it's, it's the fear. Even you know, I talk about the alchemy of the mind and transmuting everything and making it serve you, dude. I hold fear close, man. I'm right there. Like I, I let that anxiety of like, hey, bro. You know, like if you don't get this done, like what if you just don't achieve? Like what if there's all these people that you don't touch? And like what if you're just some cool dude and and you just die and you were like hot on social media for 10 freaking seconds, like big freaking deal, man. You know what I mean? Like that's what I, I allowed that fear to drive me. So you you drop so much heat in that out the gate, man. Thanks, man. Yeah, I definitely I definitely do the same. It's that I never want to look back and think about what I could have done if if only I would have yeah. went forward or, or you know if I wouldn't if I only would have faced those things and, and always remembering no matter how far away from that I get no matter how far away from that person I was before like you're never any farther away from it. it's hanging on your back the entire time so I think I think a lot of times we can get a little lazy when it comes to that because we think we've accomplished a lot or done so much or that was so long ago where that's when it's at its most dangerous is when you don't realize you're always in that 
in that fire, you know, and that's, that's what keeps me accountable to myself is I know I could destroy everything that I've accomplished in the last 20 plus years in one day, one bad day, one bad moment. If, if I let those things start developing again, those, those uh, unhealthy patterns. Yeah, man. It's, you know, I was going to get into this later, but like, I, I agree with you hundred percent. Life is a war, man. Every single moment of time that passes, like everything's moving all the time, man. There's like, there's a fat, arrogant, <laughs> stupid, like version of me chasing me. <laughs> and I yeah. have to constantly like stave him off and put as much daylight between me and him as possible, you know, by, by, like you said, continuing to push forward, sharpening that edge and whatever it looks like for you or what it looks like for you guys listening is it's, it's a whole different game, but it's got to be done then. Um, and, and you have these accomplishments, you know, in front of the world, which is super dope. Um, but what is the hardest thing you you've ever achieved in your life? What's, what was the biggest struggle that you would say that you've ever fought for? It's really, it's really that, that daily, the fighting the man in the mirror, that, that person that I was and how, how easy it is to fall into that weakness, uh, that victim mindedness. I mean, it's every day, every moment, everything that you do is, is this constant decision. You're going, you're going left, you're going right. You're, you're getting stronger, you're getting weaker. Um, so it's that, it's that unending battle. That's, that's the biggest challenge. I mean, everything else is circumstances and difficulties and things like that, but at, at its core, they're all that same thing is that battle with yourself. Yeah. hundred percent. Cause that battle never ends and it's persistent. You know, it's just, it's always there and it's smart. I was talking about this this morning on social media. There's the, the other version of me. He's smart. He's fast. He, he knows my weaknesses and he's there and he's fighting for me to keep in comfort. He's trying to tell me, dude, You've done a lot. Like, chill out, chill out. <laughs> Loved ones are like, Byron, you're working so hard. Relax. Like, come, come chill. And I'm like, no, <laughs> you know, <laughs> I'm not going to sleep, you know? Yeah. Um, so, yeah I, uh, I always think I had dealt with that a lot too. Uh, after I retired, you know, it's like, oh, you've, you've done, you've done it all. Like, why do, why do we need, why am I out of here like running right now? Why am I out here lifting weights? Like, I don't have a fight get ready for him like yeah well your life is the biggest fight that there is so you better always be ready for that because it's so easy to slip back down down that path you know a little taking a little exceptions here and there mm-hmm. and inevitably you come become weaker and it's the same thing to get stronger it's those little steps every day a little bit better a little bit better a little bit better and then you know you develop strength over time just like you develop weakness over time yep 100 percent you know, hundred percent. And just as long as it took you to become weak and pathetic, it might take just, you have to be ready for it to take just as long to become powerful. But I also find that on that journey, you start having better self-esteem, like day one, when you, when you superimpose your will on your life and your day, it's like, you start to kind of look in the mirror and be like, you know, I ain't there yet, but you know, I, I didn't, I didn't, I wasn't a coward today, you know? And I think that counts for a freaking whole lot. People will think it's all about the destination. Like, Oh, I'm going to get to this mountaintop. It's like, nah, bro, on the way there, you're going to have so much development. Like the mountaintop is like a hot chick across the bar. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm going to go talk to her, but like you become this person on this journey, man. Yeah. Um, that's uh, such a good thing to to keep in mind is, 
is that uh, the journey itself is is what is the process and really what you look back on it's like the accomplishment certainly they should drive you and direct where you want to go but said day in day out those battles that you're doing every day you know when i used to train when i was first starting like the first 10 years i used to just just dread the training (laughs) yeah i just want this to be over with so i can get into the fun stuff i want to get in the ring yeah and then that's like five seconds compared to the 99% of everything else you do. And then I look back and like, I'm rushing through my life. I'm yeah. rushing through these difficult moments. And I, I, from that point forward, I shifted my mentality. I'm like, I'm grateful for these struggles because it's getting me to this point. So it doesn't yeah. mean you have to like it, but appreciate it for what it is. Like these struggles are what gets me strong. These struggles are what's getting me to this unbreakable point. So I can perform at the highest level. Yeah. No, the struggle is all the, that's all the goodness, man, because what you get from that, no one can take away. And and that's what builds you into the champion, man. I love it, dude. This is a, this is good, good stuff, man. What would you say, what principles or values have you seen translate directly from combat or fighting into uh, your everyday life that you think, that you think people should consider? Never giving up. <laughs> Yeah, it's always good. Like no, no matter how difficult it may be, how impossible it may seem, um, you know, staying staying in the moment and just pushing yourself in that moment. You know, sometimes we look at that end goal and it seems impossible, and it just it just breaks us because it's it's impossible. It's too far away. Um, there's too much to do. But can you keep going for this one second right now? Yeah. And the next one and the next one. You just keep adding those up. And mm-hmm. as I said before, is that end goal should should motivate us. Like, yeah, I want I want to win this fight or I want to accomplish whatever that goal may be. But what do I have to do right now? And I just keep pushing forward, refuse to give up, not think about the end, just this moment. And that can, that can really help us push through those times when it just seems impossible. Yeah. No, hundred percent. And that's. I mean, I think that's that's kind of back on that journey, man. That's the stuff like put your left foot in front of your right foot. <laughs> that number, you know, in the Marine Corps and like combat and boot camp and certain training ops, and it's just like just get to breakfast, man. Yeah, just get to lunch, dude. Just just fight your way to to dinner, you know. And then that was how we got through. It's like, and when things really get bogged down, it's that mentality. It's like, well, I can I can get to breakfast. Like I can still put another foot in the front, and it's yeah. just just mind-blowing how powerful that principle is you know oh yeah i think outside looking in people think it's about these like huge accomplishments and it's really about the free like you said in the beginning managing that day fighting how do you deal with something i've been struggling with as i've been growing is um like i i guard my time like a lion dude like i i i have to you know i got you know, right now I got like, let's see here, 209, I got 192 text messages, right? <laughs> but purpose adds boundaries. I don't, and I'm a zeroed out text message guy, but yeah. for the life of me, just with all the businesses and details running and, and, and protection details running and things going, you know, and, and content management. At any rate, what would you say about time management? Do you have any tips there or overarching principles concerning that? Because I, I freaking... Yeah, that, that's always a tough one, uh, especially when when you are uh, 
that kind of person that just has so many balls up in the air, you know, you're doing so many things, but sometimes we get uh, so fixated on what we're doing, realizing that we're not actually going anywhere because we're just, we're just juggling so, so many things. So, uh, for myself, it's just getting back to that core foundation of, you know, what, what, what's behind all this, like my health, my mental health, my physical health, and then, you know, trying to, uh, dictate the levels of importance he's like yeah i want to accomplish this entire list all day long of course but prioritizing uh, what's the most important for the day it's like uh, yeah i want to accomplish 10 things but what's really what do i have to accomplish one two three four uh, and then and then go going from there yeah no it's the prioritize and execute control what you can control you know yeah and then purpose adds gravity and bounce. So I'm not doing it wrong. I'm just doing a lot of stuff. <laughs> yeah. And, and as you said, it's, it is difficult to find that balance. And yep. I think what we forget about balance is it's something that's always in flux. There's no state of balance. And when you think right. about someone on a balance beam, they're not stationary. They're, they're constantly moving, adjusting left and right, forward and back. So balance itself is, is movement. Mm-hmm. No, balance is movement. And you're always just like, you know, you're hitting that apex, boom, you got it for 10 minutes and then you're fighting <laughs> back and you're like, oh, you got, kind of got it, kind of got it, you know? Yeah. Yeah. It's um, like jump, constantly jumping over that line of too much and too little. Yeah, man. Go too far because you burn out, but you don't want to not do enough because <laughs> right. you're not accomplishing it. Yeah. And then lean too much into the work uh and forget to live your life you know and that's been the balance is like okay i need to be present with everything i'm doing what things are going to give me the professional gains i need to make an impact in the world and what relationships you know do i need to make sure i'm having an impact in and how much time and all that as the game man um fortunately i had a a father that was a workaholic that never really spent much time with me so I, i have a good uh like example of like Yo, he conquers the world while I'm a young man, but I'm like, this is what it, one, this is what it might take to win. Two, I don't want to lose, you know, these key relationships in the process, you know, because if I was a lesser man, I'd be like, I'm mad at you, dad, you know, but like, really, I'm just like, yo, bro, I completely get it, man. You're you're trying to freaking win. And, uh, you know, you have your values placed the way you do. And yeah, guess what the best thing about the best and the worst thing about all parents is they're doing the best they can from their level of intelligence and life experience and all that stuff, man. So, you know, God bless you. you know, now we have a good relationship. We have fun, but when we see each other, like once every three years, but <laughs> you know, I hold no ill will, man. I love the guy. Uh, well, you know, one of, uh, one of my talking about uh, being present in our, in those moments, one of my buddies uh, that I trained and fought with, his name's Eddie Abasolo. He's, he had three kids and a family and that whole deal. And, yeah, man. You know, he talked about how he was like splitting his time. He's like, when he's at the gym, he's feeling bad that he's not with his family. And then when he's with his family, he's feeling bad that he's not at his gym. Yeah. yeah. And he, what he came to realize was you need to be 100% present in that moment. Like, give all yourself to that moment or else, or else you're sacrificing both. Yep. And that, that quality of time, not, not amount of time is, is really what's the most important. So you could spend a, all day long with your kids and, and not give them anything, but you can spend an hour being completely focused and present and, and give yeah. them the world. Yeah. 
Now that's money. That's what I do. You know, like five to seven, I call it my golden hour. It's really two hours. And I just try to be like with my family, like, boom, I'm here. We're doing what we're doing. We're doing teacup time, teacup time and stuff, you know? And if nothing's like exploding, then I'm just like trying not to look at it, man. Nah, man, that's good stuff. You know, I was watching an interview you did, I think for like Monster or something before this. And you said some things that I think speak to kind of the mentality of the world now when it comes to, you know, like nowadays someone will meet you and be like, how many fight? Not nowadays, but like you'll say there, you said there's a conversation that takes place more in like, the U.S. or in some of the more modern fighting circles, which is like, yo, how many wins you got? How many losses you got? Um, and you were saying kind of the way you were raised is like, yo, it's more about how many fights you have. And what would you what would you say about that? Why is that? Um, well, because a lot of that, I mean, so many of those, it's like titles and these accolades are such external things that are you know, a lot of times are extremely biased. Like they don't actually mean anything. And it's that, that that internal, that experience, like the battles you've gone through, not necessarily the outcomes. And right. far too often we're, we're outcome-based, where that doesn't necessarily equate to success in the long run. Just because you win something doesn't mean that you're winning, particularly if you're sacrificing everything that's important in your right. life to get that. So, um, you know, for myself, it was always just about... Um, being able to look back on a fight and be proud of what I did in there, not necessarily did I win or lose, yeah. did I get a belt or, or not? So that was just, that was kind of my mentality and as well as the way that I came up in that, that's something, you know, when you go to the Thailand and, and you know, where, where, where the sport was from, yeah. that's something they, they talk about more and something that's more important. You know, they kind of laugh about wins and losses and people getting knocked out because you know, that's just part of the game. And, yeah, you're gonna you're gonna lose and you get so so many people get so fixated on winning at any cost that they're not actually fighting anybody of any relevance like i can go and beat up like 25 kids and say hey i just won 25 25 fights by knockout but who who did you even who were you even in there with? You know, yeah that there, there's a lot more to it than just these uh surface level victories yeah yeah man no i love that because i think like I would say one of the major differentiators that I found value in, like with me and a lot of dudes is I've just always been willing to go like, all right, like we're going to do this. Let's whip it on, you know? Um, and sometimes I tug the tail of a dragon. I go for a mother freaking ride. You know? like, and I'm still trying to get my feet on the ground for one or two of these projects I've started. But the differentiator, I think, is, is kind of that thing. It's like, no, I'm going to get in the ring. I'm going to win or I'm going to lose. But one thing is for certain, I'm going to make this experience serve me. I'm going to be better for having gotten rocked or I'm going to be better for having won. In fact, when I win, I'm a little more insecure and I'm more afraid because yeah. uh, then I got to make sure I don't believe my own crap. And then, <laughs> you know what I mean? And then I got to not let up. You know, when you lose, you have this fire in your belly, you know, and you're like, yeah. you know, so it's. Yeah, it's hard. It's difficult to maintain that through the wins. Unfortunately, it's it's very difficult to self dissect about what you did wrong, what you could have done better when you win. Because it's like, oh, I obviously I did everything right. <laughs> look, look what happened. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I think I think you might have touched on this uh, uh, at the event that we you, we both spoke at, and it's about how just because you're winning in one area doesn't mean your whole rest of your life isn't shit. 
you know, and it's yep. very easy to say, Hey, look at this. I'm, I'm winning in the business field or, or, or whatever else it may be. But if, if everything's not coming with it, then it's all for, for nothing. Yeah, man. No, I've, I've lived that as, you know, I've been doing executive protection for billionaires since I was 21 and I'd be sitting there on their private jets, you know, and I, you know, I have my little purpose and I have my little, like, you know, businesses that I want to do, or I'm putting myself through school and I'm just sitting there on my little computer working away and we're, you know, at altitude. And I've, I've, I've watched their lives just imploding all around them while everyone on social media and on TV is like, wow, you're amazing. And they're just in there just like, and some, I've had a couple of them look at me and be like, you know, like you're just this little guy with your little <laughs> computer, with your little salary, and you are, you look like you're happy, you know, and I'm yeah. pissed in life. Yeah. You know? And I'm just like, it's a hundred percent true, man. You know, you, these people you see on social media, their lives aren't, you know, you're just seeing their social media one and two, you know, trying to be that full spectrum human being I find is really where it's at. Like, like making a bunch of money is awesome. But when someone comes up to me after going through my course and they're like, I got into executive protection because of you and I can feed my family because of the free content and the training you gave me. I'm like, like my heart's exploding. All I can do is say, thank you. That means the world to me, but I wish they could feel like that moment. You know, it's so big. And these are the things that make life, in my opinion, like yeah, worth- I, I completely agree, man. And unfortunately, it's more prevalent in the world today that we're so fixated on on what things look like, not what they actually are. Yeah. And more and more and more people are so uh, trying to put themselves out there as this external thing. And, and right. everyone's just empty and just broken. And it's, it's, yeah, it's heartbreaking, you know, to see. And it's yep. become this habitual kind of infectious way of the world. Yeah, no, hundred percent. And it's so seductive. And I feel for these new humans coming into this game, being told constantly on all their devices, this is what matters. This is what matters. And they might have to hit rock bottom and get hollowed out before realizing like, yo, none of that matters. Be a good human being. And oh, this is, if I was going to give you guys a lesson that I've been learning that I knew but now I'm experiencing and it's, it's always changed my life. It would just simply be, I've never been that cool. I've never been, you know, that sexy or that awesome. Right. Like when I got on social media, I was like, not a Navy SEAL. I'm not Delta Force. I'm a basic infantry Marine. I was like, I got to like actually give value. So I've always been trying to just contribute and give value. And so now I'm at this state where I'm having these live events and there's hundreds of people showing up and they're looking me in my eyes and telling me, man, this has changed my life. And that word, that sentence, it's more blessed to give than to receive. Oh, without doubt. My Lord, it's so powerful and so important. If a human being can just grab that and be like, look, like I might not be the coolest, the biggest, the baddest, the best, but you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to contribute to people's lives one way or another to where my gift makes room for me. It will make room for you amongst kings. That one principle, I might be insignificant now, but I'm going to make myself good enough to contribute to people's lives. If you can do that, man, you can win at this game on so many levels. It's such oh, a beautiful yeah. thing, man. Hopefully, hopefully that's something uh, that more people are encouraged to, to do and really understand like what's, what's important in this life when it, when it really comes down to it. And that's just our impact on each other. 
you know, making the world better for, for the people coming up behind you. You know, this was something like when I was coming up in, in Muay Thai, it was nobody even knew what it was, you know, everyone was switching over to MMA because, you know, UFC and uh, um, pride and everything that everyone's getting fights and making money and they're on TV. And everyone's like, why are you still doing this? You know, why don't you come over here and yeah. join, join the big show? And for myself, one, I, I just love the sport that much. But two, it was always like, if I leave, who who's going to who's going to help out the, the next generation? Like, I might not be able to see the external rewards of of my work, but I'm not passing that off that responsibility off on the next generation. Now, I want to leave this world and these things that I do better than they were when I found them. Yeah. No, that's awesome, man. And that's that's the way to be, man. Honor, respect, respond, taking that responsibility, feeling the weight of that responsibility, bearing being strong enough to bear up under and carry that mantle. That's like the man, that's real man stuff. That's good human stuff, man. I respect the heck out of that. One thing that I I I've learned as I've been pushing through my life and like you know, every live event I plan is another like pucker factor. You know, it's like, well, let's see if this works, you know, like, <laughs> and, and you know, you step off the line of departure, kicking off another detail. It's like you repeatedly go into battle. If you're on the path, if you're really on the path. I don't care what your vocation is, but if you're really on the path of getting better and being able to make contributions and being a good human, you're going to constantly be dealing with going into battle in whatever spectrum or category you're in. Um, and I find myself continuing going into these little fights, like, all right, we're going to create this event. We're going to do this at the school. I'm going to serve these clients. And it, it requires a level of emotional intelligence. It can get exhausting actually. Like, you know, to the, the end of a few of the couple of years ago, I was like, man, I'm, I'm like kind of getting tired of being brave. Like, I just want to chill for a second. Uh, like, 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 you know, like, okay. We just killed break. There's a freaking tiger and we got to do it. We got to do it. You know? And so what would you say about your mindset going into a fight, you know, as you went into all these fights in your lifetime? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I think it's that knowledge of everything is always going, unfortunately, I mean, Fortunately, unfortunately, everything is always going to be a fight. There's never going to be a point like you think that you want to relax, but you actually don't. (laughs) It's poison. I mean, maybe for a moment, you know, and then you want to find you do want to find that balance in there. But Mm -hmm. nothing good ever comes from one. It's like once we stop moving, that's when we start dying. That's when we start aging. That's when everything goes bad. And um, I'll use an example like 2009. Yeah. Uh, was the first time I'd ever took a break from fighting. I'd, I'd, I'd maybe other than a day or two since uh-huh. the day I started. So I was like, I was like, I got all these injuries, all this pain. It's like I'm gonna take a month off. Yeah. So when I come back, I'm gonna be all healed up. <laughs> yeah. uh, unfortunately, what I didn't take into account is like you still got to keep your body moving. <laughs> so I, I just I didn't do shit. Like I sat on the couch, I watched TV, and then as soon as I tried to go back, I'm like, oh my fuck. Like yeah. I've never been in so much pain in my whole life. Like I, I was like, never again, never again. That's the worst thing you do. Like we have to stay moving. We have to stay uh, in all levels, mentally, physically, emotionally. Like you can't stop. It, it's good to find that balance. You don't need to be redlining it all the time. But uh, think we think we want this thing, this this uh, relaxation, these vacations. That yep. sounds nice, but most of the time it's it's going to be detrimental to what you're trying to do. And then you got to get back going again i use this example it's like 
uh, we're always on this train. As soon as we step off the train, the train keeps going. Yep. Now you hop back on. Now you're this much farther behind. Yep. So that's something to think about anytime you want to take a break from something or stop doing something and just relax for a minute. Yeah, man. Nothing will bring you closer to destruction than comfort. That's what I always tell myself. <laughs> Nothing will bring you closer to destruction than comfort. I always say it like three times too, because dude, it's just the scariest and most dangerous and seductive thing in this. In, I know. In- and it's just something that's pushed in our faces constantly about, about being comfortable and having uh, you know, good food and good drink. And <laughs> yeah, yeah, man. And yeah, those things are great, but <laughs> but they're going to turn me into a freaking loser. <laughs> you know? And it, I think, what's easy to forget is we we constantly lower our bar of what's acceptable in our lives. Yeah. You know, we when we stop pushing ourselves to that extreme, it just, it just becomes easier each and every time we hold ourselves back a little bit, we get that much weaker and we don't even realize it because it's slow. Yeah. Yeah. And now hundred percent, I always say like uh, the difference in people is their standards, you know, like every time someone looks at me or, or asks me like what time I wake up or go to sleep or just says to me like, dude, you're crazy. That is crazy. <laughs> yes. I'm like, ah, <laughs> I'm just like outstanding, yeah. crazier yep. than you, crazier than everybody going to make a crazy impact in this game, you know, um, yeah. because yeah, we have to, we have to uh, set our, our bar at impossible for, so for myself with fighting, it, it was always that unattainable goal. Like I'm never going to get there and I'm so far behind and I, and I, waited so long to start that everything I'm doing is trying to get closer to that goal. So no matter how many fights I had won, no matter titles I'd done, no matter how long I did this, like I'm not any closer to that impossible goal that I'm trying to attain because anything like there is no finality to anything that we're doing. There's no, there is no mountaintop because as soon as you get to the mountaintop, there's more, there's more to go. Yeah. Yeah. No. And I think that fact that mentality, I think, is a little difficult for people to grasp. I said this to somebody else the other day. They're like, how you doing? How you been? And I was just kind of like, I said something about, you know, well, for me, this life is a dead sprint. And the beauty of it, I said something like, and the beauty of it is no matter how far or fast I go, I still get to go farther and faster. You know, um, when you get to that mountaintop, you open your eyes yeah. and there's another mountain right over there. And I think that is kind of to tie in one of your other points. That is like the beauty of life, you know, like mm-hmm. I can go as far as I can get myself to go, but at the same time, life is progress driven. And it's so kind of like fair in a way that those who are not making progress are like kind of being eliminated. They're, they're like, we can, they're, they're going down. And then if you're moving into being progressive, you start to realize that progress equals happiness. And then when you open your eyes and see like, man, you know, I've done this stuff behind me, but there's so much more to do. And you've been on the path long enough to know what you're capable of, to know that, hey, you know what? I did kill a giant and I did kill a dragon the other day. And, you know, the Kraken is like over there, but like, I could probably do that now because I've been doing this. It's actually exciting to know that the goalpost is wherever, like as far as you can get. And so a reasonable man accepts circumstances while an unreasonable man makes them, fights against them. And so all progress depends on us unreasonable men. You know, that's Ralph Waldo Emerson. And so it's actually awesome when you start to realize like, 
as I achieve, I'm more capable of achieving and life yeah. won't let me run out. Right. It's like magic. <laughs> you yeah. know? It, it's a great and important perspective to have. I think that's why a lot of people struggle when they uh, retire or, or go into yeah. a different field. They think it's, it's over. Or, or they feel that they're starting over and like, look, look, look what you accomplished. All those things you learned through that process, you can apply to every aspect of life. You know, yeah. this is like, you're so much farther ahead than so many people because of that. But we're always so busy looking backwards. Yeah, we can't, We're like, oh, I used to be this, you know, I used to be this guy. I'm like, that, that's not who you were. That's something you did. Yeah. That's what I think breaks my heart about veterans, man. I'm like, we should be the most gangster highly accomplished demographic in this world for how the things that we've gone through the training the 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 the, the engine that they built in us before we went over there and then the the monsters we've killed over there like we should get out in the first civilian division and be laying waste to, to holes and just wrecking shop and that's that's the, the 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 mentality i try to bring over like you know like every day i go to war i wake up you know, and I, and I, and I go as hard as I can. I went hard for uncle Sam. Now let's go hard for all the people whose lives I can touch and for the legacy and, 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 uh, bring honor to my tribe and my God and serve. The, you know what I mean? Like there's so much more once you get your freedom to go hard in the paint over, you know, <laughs> you know? Um, and I think we forget about it. You know, we, we start to look, look back, just like you said, the good old days, you know? Yeah. We're always in the good old days. Yeah. I'm going to make, and, and, you know, I try to tell dudes be dedicated to make these the stinking goodest days, man. Those days were awesome. I love them and respect them, but I'm trying to make these the goodest days right now. You know, you uh, mentioned in the notes, discipline as the ultimate equalizer. Yeah. What would you say about that, man? You know, that's a loud question. You know, that's something. You know, I think that's why martial arts is such a good, especially getting in the ring, is such a significant thing. Just in, in all levels of life, it teaches you so much about life. There's, there's always going to be people who are more naturally gifted, or had grew up the right way, or had the right amount of money, and all, a lot of these important factors. But, but there's that internal driving factor that if you don't have that inevitably those those gifts are going to level off and it's who's willing to work harder that's going to get there so you can give one person all the gifts all the uh, accolades in the world all the all the money all the talent all the everything i'll take a hard worker any day of the week you know they might they might not win in the beginning they might have to go through a lot but inevitably that hard work is going to get them past that 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 uh, evening out point and that's and you see that time and time again. Unfortunately, in fighting, what happens is a lot of those people who are more naturally gifted, they just go out the gate just like smashing fools, you know. <laughs> and yeah. everybody, everybody else is just getting wrecked. And a lot of people use that as as a reason to give up. They're like, oh, I got beat up, you know, I can't win. Yeah. Um, and and the people who are constantly winning aren't continuing to progress in those other areas where they may be lacking. Yeah, you know, because because they do have natural strength and ability, yeah. um, but inevitably you're going to you're going to hit that wall. You're going to have a hard fight. You're going to have a bad day, uh, and if you don't have that internal driving force to push you through it, it it's going to break you. So, what, mm-hmm. what happened a lot of times is um, all those people who were on these long undefeated streaks. As soon as they lost, they were done. They were retired. 
I lost my very first fight. So I was forced to um, answer those questions that we inevitably have to. Like, what are you going to do when everything, it doesn't go the way that you wanted it to? What are you going to do when things are really difficult? (laughs) You know, it's like, uh, I I was thinking about this yesterday. I was out on a run. A lot of times we use our age as a reason why we're not taking care of ourselves anymore. I'm like, so you took care of yourself when you didn't have to, like you didn't have to do any work. Of course it was easy. <laughs> like, so what you're, what you're saying is now that it's difficult, you don't want to do work. Yeah. And you're using your age as an excuse. I'm like, it's not an excuse. I mean, it, it's, it's a reason you're giving yourself, but you're either going to do it or you're not. You're either going to do it even when everything's pushing against you. That's the only way to know if you really want to do something anyway, is when it's not working out for you. Yeah. No, I love that, man. The quality of your life is dictated by the quality of the conversations you have with yourself. I, I I, think, I mean, I don't know how you are, but I think people, if they heard the way I talk to myself, they would be like, <laughs> they would, like I would be banned from social media. <laughs> you know, I, no, I, was telling, I was telling that story uh, at the event about yelling at myself on the treadmill. You know, yeah. Such a bitch. Yeah. When I when I know I'm not getting up early enough in the morning or do, doing the work, I'm like, you're just such a lazy piece of shit. You're so <laughs> disgusting, right? You're dis- <laughs> you're disgusting, man. Yep, yep, yep. No, it's true, man. You got to do what you got to do. I I just if you can't be real with yourself, you can't be real with anybody else, man. You know, and I I've found so much value in looking my like students and patrons in in, in the eyes and being able to be like. Like in my mind, my little mental process is like, you know what you would tell yourself. Now, yeah. the quite only question left is, do you have a close enough relationship with this dude to tell him the truth too and have it come off right? Well, then I'm like, if you can do it in the spirit of love, mm-hmm. then it should be received well, you know? And then I worry about the delivery. But 100%, man, I love what you said about discipline being the ultimate equalizer. Cause I, I think, especially in this age with social media dudes or people are looking at each other online and like, Oh, I'm not that cool. I'm not this, that, and the next thing you guys got to realize the work you need to do to get to the level of someone who's naturally gifted uh, is going to build an engine in you is going to build uh, uh, emotional intelligence is going to make you so dangerous and so much more unstoppable that by the time you finally get to where they started off at, you're going to have so many more unseen skills and abilities that are going to hold you over when the oh, yeah. fight, when the real killing starts. And uh, I think that's that dynamic, man. You know, that's, that's a lot. That's, that's what I see in that a lot too, man. It's like, okay, cool, man. Good. But that dude right now that's underneath the streetlights working while everyone's sleeping. Yeah, that's yeah. Well, I mean, all, all you got to do is go look at anyone who's accomplished anything in the history of the world. That, yeah. That's the one unifying factor for any successful person ever yeah. is that internally driven. They're willing to work. They're willing to go through hell yeah. and keep going. Um, yeah. They don't stop when things aren't going the way they want them to. They're not pointing at all the reasons why they can't make it. They're like, I'm going to make it and I'm going to figure out how to make up for these areas where I do lack. You know, There's this spectrum that we all have of success and we, we're so fixated on this one little aspect over here like yeah. oh athleticism or money or whatever it is what it's this whole uh process that needs to go together you know and, and that hard work and then being driven is such a powerful piece of that that unifies the whole uh, field of, of anything that you want to do do you think do you think people 
Because one of the things I've always struggled with that's been kind of hard is like people I love sometimes. I got into psychology. I went and got a master's in psychology because there are people oh, yeah. like that uh-huh. freaking have drive. Like they just didn't have yeah. hunger, you know? And then like later on in life, they kind of all of a sudden like clicked on and like started, oh my gosh, I'm going to be a slave my whole life. I'll start doing stuff, you know? Yeah. Um, but that unstoppable, that hunger, you know, any idea where that might come from? Or do you think you can, like, where did that come from for you? <laughs> Unfortunately, most of the times that comes from some level of being broken previously. Trauma. Yep. <laughs> Trauma, defeat, darkness, darkness, you know, whatever, whatever the case may be. But like everybody has some level of, of yeah. that. Even if you've had the best life ever, you've you've got some oh, yeah. trauma in your life, and there there, all these things give us fuel. It's whether we use them that fuel to lift us up or to burn us to the ground. Yeah. And uh, I, yeah, it's, it's it's such a difficult thing to try to motivate other people who aren't self motivated. But you got to realize only only you can do that. Like yeah. you can help people and you can guide people, and it's certainly helpful when you have somebody around you in your life or somebody you could look to as motivation, but if you don't have that internal drive, you're never going to, you're never going to do it. You only take the horse to water, man. Was there like a moment when you felt yourself <clears throat> click into like, all right, I'm going hard in the paint, like switch over from the victim mentality stuff into I'm going to be a, a freaking warrior. Was there like a moment or like a, you know, yeah, for certain the, the day that I started training uh, prior to that was all that victim mindedness, you know, that, that I can't, I'm not going to be able to make it. I'm too old to start. Uh, I'm too weak. I'm too much of an alcoholic. I'm too many of these things. It was just that switch. It was that decision. None of that matters. Like you're going to go in this direction and you're going to keep going. And it, and it was a progressive thing too, because uh, you know, I talked about this in the speech. It's like when I started, like everything was working out great. You know, I was like killing it. Like, I'm like, oh man, this is this is what happens when you make the decision to turn your life around and stop being a little bitch about everything. But <laughs> yeah. then, that, then that first fight, I got fucking annihilated and destroyed. Yeah. And then it was it was just another realization that you got you have a choice to make. Mm-hmm. What are you going to do about it? Are you going to let this break you? Mm-hmm. Are you going to use this as motivation and use this as fuel? And so through all those processes and those, those challenges, each time it's like, you're a little bit stronger, a little bit stronger. And each time was more of a signification of you always have a choice. Every time something bad happens to you, you always have a choice. And it was just each and every time it happened was just uh, further learning, you know, just it, that never, that never ends. It's never going to end. It doesn't matter what the difficulty <clears throat> that we're facing is like, what are you going to do about it? Yeah, that's it. And that's it. That's it. hundred percent. It's very simple. I mean, it's, yep. we like to think that it's complex and, and what you're going to do and how you're going to go about it. Yeah. Those things are, yep. uh, have details and complexity to them, but at the, its core, it's, it's that choice. It doesn't matter how far you're going to go to the right. It's like, I'm going to the right. I don't know how I'm going to get there. I just know I'm not going that way. Nope. No, that's huge, man. What meaning are you going to give it? What is that experience going to mean to you? And then what are you going to do about it? You know, I've, uh, you know, I've almost 
gotten to where I'm a little bit like, I just like, that's the, that's the, that's the game. Like I almost feel nothing when it comes to a lot of things. Sometimes I'm just like, it's all just data and I just have to make the best decisions. I just have to, all right, I'm losing here. Solid. What am I going to do about it? How am I going to adjust control where you can control, prioritize, execute, continue. And, and, and just moving that way has done so much. You mentioned, go ahead. You have something else. Uh, on that? Yeah. I was going to say that, uh, we forget that we give things meaning. Yeah, man. External like, things don't no necessarily else. give things meaning. And, and unfortunately, we can only kind of look back and, and look at that, that, that we had that choice to make. Like I had this loss and I used it to get better, but I could have used it to break yeah. very easily. And the more you do that, the more you understand that, the, the stronger you get. That's why I say like each and every day we have these opportunities to make that choice and to get a little bit better doing a little bit more than we wanted to do not giving it to weakness or, or victimhood. Yeah. Every day we have opportunities to do that. It's just like the training mentality is so many people think it's only in the gym and they do the work and then they go home and then treat their binds and their bodies like shit and wonder why they're not progressing the, the way right. that they should. But this is a 24 hours a day process. Yeah. Of becoming you know, like I think just to, you know, this is, I'm trying to become, you know, like hundred percent something better and different. And then you, there's no time off from that. You know, you, I, I budget in fun. I budget in cheats. I, 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 I take care of myself so I can still just maintain like an 85% protein. You know I mean, and then, yeah, you know, one thing I, I did over probably like the last 10 years of my career is yeah, I started viewing those those times like my cheat meals and stuff i'm like if you view this as part of training and you do it the way that you should do it it's all part of getting stronger and better even those maybe days you're resting or taking a dialing it down a little bit if you start looking at those things as a positive thing they are all part of the process and i'm using these to get better it's not like oh fuck it's a day off i don't get a fucking (laughs) like sometimes it's important to schedule in those those times of relaxation but not getting stuck there. Yeah, no, hundred percent. I think it's really important, especially for hammers like us to be like, no, I'm going to deliberately rest because this also contributes to my goal of getting better, being better, optimizing myself. I'm going to deliberately give myself a little mental little break. I'm going to let some pressure out. I'm going to go have some, I'm going to have a hamburger. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah, I worked right. for this hamburger and I'm going to enjoy this so that I can just be healthy in turn, like be happy enough to continue in the business. Well, and, and it also helps you enjoy that as well. Cause prior to that, it's like, you're eating and be like, oh, I shouldn't be eating this. This is fucking terrible. <laughs> but it's yeah. like, once you make that switch, it actually, it made me that much healthier. Cause it almost turned that stuff into fuel as opposed to like this weight that I carried around. Yeah. Everything is, is proper in its time, man. I dig it. You mentioned uh, the alcoholic thing. I know a lot of vets and dudes out there be struggling with that. What would you say about that uh, climbing out of that? You know, if you don't mind talking about it. Yeah. Let me know. Same kind of thing with all the other stuff. I just viewed it as a, uh, I simplified it. Mm-hmm. Like I know where that goes mm-hmm. and I can't, I just can't go that way mm-hmm. you know so it, it never even became a a struggle because my drive to make up for lost time uh, 
drive to use every day, knowing that it could be my last. It's like, I can't do anything uh, that's going to bring me in that direction. You know, I, I, I tried to view things as it's either helping or it's hurting. Is this thing going to help me? Because if it's not going to help me, it's like there's no in-between in my mind. Right. You know, it's, it, if it's not contributing to this goal that I have, then it's hurting me. And I, I can't, I got to cut that out of there. You know, yeah. I, can't, I can't, I can't have that around me. Yeah. And so that's a really hard thing to do, particularly when, um, you know, it's like when, when injuries would happen, uh, when I couldn't get any fights or I was just having a bad day, you know, that's the time we're like, fuck it. <laughs> you know, <laughs> yeah. Like I'm not doing this anymore. And, and that's yeah. why, you know, as we said before about, yeah, know that devil's on your back all the time. You're never, you're never any farther away. It's waiting. Yeah. So especially when things are good, you got to know that it's right there. Cause as soon as something turns, you're going to, you know, you're gonna, you forget how heavy that weight is. Mm-hmm. So if you're not constantly strengthening yourself to fight that weight, yeah. that weight is inevitably going to jump on your back and you're not going to yeah. be ready for it. So if you just kind of keep that in mind, mm-hmm. it's that uh, every, one day at a time, one moment at a time, you know, yeah. one week at a time, um, just a little bit better, a little bit better, keep going, keep moving, keep pushing. Can I get through this moment? That mentality and that psychology, uh, you apply that to anything you want to get better at. Yeah, man. I think what I hear too, a pretty common theme is just stacking wins, man. Like um, not being seduced by the thought of like, when I get the belt, it'll be awesome. But like, yo, if I can just make the right choice today, right now, it's a win. If I can make it to lunch, if I can just input this much discipline in in my day to day, it's a win. And like, give yourself wins in other areas like okay i'm not going to drink because i'm going to have these wins today that are getting closer to my goal like this is awesome like i'm winning right now and progress equals happiness you know and so you're actually really you're getting what you want now if you were to say i'm not going to drink and then you stay stagnant you ain't not make it like like, you gotta be you know what i'm taking this i'm giving myself this that's going to give me all this, you know, this elevation in life. And, yeah, I, and having those, having those goals, especially the small ones, the, the little oh, victories, you know, though, that's what'll really help you get more like, did I get up today? Yeah. <laughs> did I get my body? moving? Okay. That, that's mm-hmm. good. Now, what's next? What's next? What's next? And also that your, that knowledge that there is no final goal, like mm-hmm. the, uh, you're never once you're an addict you're you're always an addict like don't mm-hmm. think like just because it's been 10 years that you're not like, you're not that same person like you're, right. you're just building on top of that person that used to be that person doesn't go away yeah you know, i'm i still have that person i'm just on top of it is all at the moment <laughs> at the moment yeah and uh we, i could turn around right now and it's he's right there yeah 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 100 that's how i think too man i you know, I, uh, yeah, man, I, I, I don't have, I haven't had addiction, but I've definitely had patterns in life that I've tried to stay away from, you know, yeah, and it's I'm, all, it's all addiction in the end. Anyway, we're all, it is really, addicted to something positive. Yeah, man. And someone was trying to get, get me to say, like, they were like, they were like, just, you know, say that you'll never do that. I can't share what this has to do with someone else. And they're like, tell me you'll never do that again. Like you'll never. And I was looking at him like, do you not understand the only way that I don't mess this whole entire thing up 
<laughs> I know what I'm capable of. And I know that I'm capable of doing all that right now. I was like, and for me to sit here and tell you that I know I'll never do that again. I was like, no, it's stupid. I, I love you and everyone involved way too much to sit here and even believe that for a second, because it'll be the beginning of the end. <laughs> like, so, yeah, yeah. I think that 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 ends up breaking a lot of people is like when they do have that setback, they feel yeah. like such a failure when it happens yeah. as if yeah. you're never going to lose or have a bad day. I the think journey. as long as you just understand the process of, of, of building back up, you know, that it, it's going to minimize that time that you are broken down. It's yeah. like, I can't say that's never going to happen again. Mm-hmm. How could I ever say that? I don't have a <laughs> but if it does, if it does happen, these are the steps and this is what I need to do. So that way I don't get stuck in that because when it does happen, a lot of people are like, fuck it. Like I'm the biggest piece of shit in the world. And which only, which inevitably only leads to more destruction. Yeah, exactly. It's like, no, get up on your horse. This is what I'll tell you. I will do my best to never <laughs> that position. Yo, what would you say is your, um, what's the hardest lesson you've learned on this journey, man? I think just knowing that, the fight and that i don't know if it's the hardest it's also the best is yeah that that the battle never ends no no matter how strong you get yeah um, there's always weakness around the corner and there's always those areas that you didn't strengthen that you forget are weaknesses so not to get so fixated on how strong you are in one area or your accomplishments it's this constant juggling act of, of balance and strengthening or weakening uh, different sides um, and, and not getting fixated on that, that external thing, you know, not getting thinking you're something that you're not like, you're always this broken person that is just trying to be a little bit stronger and better than you were before. Yeah, no, I agree. I love that, man. <clears throat> and it's ruthless. It's just, it's just the truth, you know, like, there is always more than you can do. <clears throat> and you just, I'm, I'm, I'm actually afraid of arrogance. Like I allow myself to be afraid of it. Like you, like I allow myself, yeah. to, you <laughs> yeah. can become the coolest, sexiest, most hottest. You see a beautiful girl, whatever it is. And the second you smell arrogance, mm. everything you're doing is crap. <laughs> like, yeah. like, and yeah. to stay humble and stay on that path is like the way, man, that's huge. Yeah. I think, it's hard to find that balance too though because for myself I'm, I'm the same way like I'm, I'm trying to avoid that so much yeah. that I just I just stay away from anything like that but there is there's some elements of that that are are positive like are healthy. the confidence and, and uh you know there's confidence and there's arrogance and they can yeah. look the same on the surface sometimes and it's, exactly. it's hard to differentiate between the two so yeah. it, it can be a tricky balancing act in that yeah, it's worth, it's definitely something that's worth, it needs uh, attention. Like you have to pay attention to it because confidence comes from experience. You know what you can do. You know it for a fact. Now, arrogance is inaccurate confidence, right? When you've been out of the gym and you've been like, well, I did this once upon a time, I bet you I still get down, you know? But, and then so many people fall into that. And the worst part of, to me about all of it is so many people lack confidence because they're not pushing themselves, struggling, knowing what they're capable of. I went to the gym this morning. I know pretty much about what I'm capable of already for today, but only for today. Don't get weird. You know what I mean? Like that's how I keep myself in line. But there's so few people that have that confidence 
that when they see confidence, they're going to try to tell you it's arrogance because they can't comprehend the fact that you actually really know what you're capable of and feel fine with yourself. <laughs> you know, so I'm constantly like yeah. triple checking myself and and it can be kind of painful, you know, and someone's like, oh, you're arrogant. And you're like, no, I really try not to be. I don't think I am. Now I'm going to think about it. But yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's that's why I think I think that's why it's always important to really be brutally honest and hold yourself accountable to all yeah. these things because it is easy to start sliding down that that path very easy. you know it's like thinking that you're always doing something positive is like the quickest way to tyranny because you're justifying everything that you're doing yep. <laughs> you, gotta, you gotta have that that balance that that sounding board whether it's another person or, or whether you're just doing it yourself it's it's easier if you have somebody else on the outside it's like hey you're being a little you know? <laughs> you're being you're kind of being an asshole yep no that's good dude and then um what would you say is your last few questions here what would you say is your proudest moment you know in the game or in life or that you carry i'd say my proudest moment is not succumbing to that victim mentality knowing yeah. how easily I could just like everybody can, you know, that it's like, yeah, the, the fights and all that stuff is great, but really at its core was not giving into that weakness and making a choice to turn my life around and making that choice every single day and still mm -hmm. continue to make that choice. You know, it's like, as you said, that, that battle never ends. As, as soon as I was done fighting, it was, it was pretty rough there for, about a month i'm like all right well now what <laughs> but then it's like all right well you gotta keep moving so let's at least like go for a walk <laughs> all right yeah. and then i went for a walk i'm like all right so let's start lifting again all right let's hit the bag again all right got back to training a little bit i'm like okay well this is just for life yeah. um uh that's worth it yeah, so <laughs> it, it's like a, it's it's that unending um unending battle and understanding that you're always in it and it, the fight never ends. And as long as you're, you're put, continually pushing in the right direction, that can be that, that motivator and that thing that, that you do feel accomplished by. It's like, I, it's like a daily thing. Like I feel accomplished because I didn't give into that today. I didn't stay in bed this morning and sleep. All yeah, day. We were up messaging each other at 4 or 5 a.m. You know? <laughs> yeah. And you know, and that's something I think about like, well, why are you getting up at five o'clock in the morning working out? Like you could, you could sleep in and I could, I could work out after this podcast. I'm like, yeah, but then I'm giving up the rest of my day when I could have been doing other things. Yeah. No, I love it, man. No, that's, this is, this is the stuff, man. hundred um, percent. As you, and I have to ask this one while I have you here too. Like, so you're getting ready to go into the ring. There's gotta be emotions. There's gotta be, maybe, maybe <laughs> there are emotions. Cause you might be in another level. You know, I don't know. I'm asking, yeah. you know, yeah. you know, emotions, intimidation, exposure, people are going to be looking at you. You got to fight another dude. This is like that ride into battle. Like, you know, I had, I remember someone asked you from the stage, like, you know, you just knew you were going to win. Right. And I was like, I don't, I don't know if I work that way. <laughs> you know? And then you were like, mm, wasn't quite like that for me. You know? And I was like, how do you stay grounded? What is that like for you? What kind of tools do you, did you use? What did it feel like? Or were you just like Mike Tyson? Like I was scared and I just was crying in the dressing room. Or were you like, I'm just going to go in here. I'm going to do my best. I'm going to die in here if I need to, whatever it is. Like, how was that for you? 
Yeah, I was probably more more inclined to that kind of mentality. Like, I'm never going to give up. You're going to have to kill me to make me stop. Yeah. Um, as far as like all the emotion stuff, I kind of got all that stuff built. Like when I was just about to walk out, I would get super emotional. But like so much of it was just like gratitude to be able to do this thing that wow. I'm not supposed to be here anyway. Like I, I should be dead right now. And I'm, I get to go in this ring and do what I love in front of all these fucking people. Like this is the greatest moment in my life right now yeah so it was that yeah it was like i'd get super emotional and then as soon as i took that first step to walk out it was just that that switch changed in my head it's just like i'm in you're so engaged in the moment like there's there's nothing that gets you close to the present as any battle does as as you obviously know um but that that's like the purest form of living to me is like you're so engaged in the moment you can't the crowd and people and even the person in front of you you're just working and flowing and with what's going on you're not thinking about it you're not doing it's like any fight that i can remember is not a good one because <laughs> i was like <laughs> that's suck yeah <laughs> all my all my greatest fights i have zero like recollection of I watch them and uh, it's like watching another person because I was another person, you know, I was just dialed into that moment. Man. So, yeah. But yeah, I had a, a leading up to it. There was always those emotions of like, you always have that uh, performance anxiety. Like I'm going to go out there. I'm just going to forget how to fight. I'm not going to know what I'm doing. <laughs> yeah, like how do I even, I'm just going <laughs> to, dude, that voice is a mother, bro. I know exactly. It, that was, was, it, was, it was, it was so much worse too when I, <laughs> it was so much worse too when I was going up against people that not, weren't necessarily at that like extremely high level, you know. Because yeah. when I was going up against those guys, it was just life and death. You know? Like, yeah, there's I'm just gonna do everything in my power to, to get to that point. But when it wasn't that, it was like oh, I'm just gonna go out there and fucking like I don't know, I don't know what I'm gonna do. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, the mind game. Yeah. Man, it's so good. This is the best stuff at the end. I love it, man. That was so good. Um, yo, uh, at the end of the day, man, when it's all said and done, uh, what is it all for? How do you want to be remembered, brother? <laughs> it's an easy question. It's an easy question. <laughs> I want to I want to be remembered as the someone that never gave up and was yeah always trying to leave everything better than the way you found it, you yeah. know, didn't uh, give into the excuses that, that he had or that any of us have, you know, we all have a reason to not accomplish things, to not be better, uh, to give into life and to break ourselves. But where's that going to lead to? Like, I think we are all here for each other. And the sooner we start realizing that maybe we can make this world a better place. Oh, that was perfect. <laughs> That's awesome. Oh, yeah. One last thing. Uh, you're speaking, man. You're doing public yeah. speaking. You know, what would you, anything you want to say about that? What was that experience like? Your first time it's getting crazy. up there? It's crazy, man. It's funny because most people don't know yeah. that I am the shyest, quietest person like you'll ever meet. You know, yeah. like I can, I'll sit here with somebody for all day long and not, not say a word. I mean, it, <laughs> Because I'm more of a, I'm more of a, like an unspoken communicator kind of person. You know? Like yeah. I don't, I don't feel the need to speak all the time. <laughs> You're or, an introvert. Or ever, or ever. You know? Like I, I'm like, we can be the closest friends and we don't ever 
talk ever, you know. And crazy. that's why you're close friends. <laughs> <laughs> that's why I'm close friends. So yeah, it's it's extremely ironic that uh, I'm up there doing this because it's so opposite of who I actually am yeah. internally. You know, like that's not how I feel. Like I don't want to be up there talking. You know, I want to yeah. I want to be like hitting people or physically yeah. engaging because that's how I can communicate. That makes yeah. sense to me when using words and dialogue and. Uh, speaking like that's such a foreign thing to me but it was like i had to apply all those things that i learned through fighting it's like yeah, yeah this is nerve-wracking especially being up there with like all you guys who are like seasoned pros and this is like my first day i was yeah. like i only i equated it to my very first time fighting ever being on a card with like the best fighters in the world like these days <laughs> that's, what, that's what that felt like to me but it yeah. was such a you know it was like I had to embrace all those things I was trying to communicate to other people. <laughs> like, yeah, you're, this is scary. And yeah, you got to go through the things and you got to go through the process. And, mm-hmm. You know, everything that I communicated in my speech, I, I had to tell myself too, because it's all, it's all the same stuff, you know, all the same voices, man. And, yeah. and it's all the same tools that you use. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 Those things that are, those things that apply to one area of your life, you can apply to everything. If you know how to get good at one thing, you know how to get good at everything. 100%. No, I love that, man. Thanks for the kind words about the speaking thing. Dude, yeah. I felt the same way when I was going to go up and speak for the first couple times. I think this last uh, run, I kind of slipped into my, like, really slipped into my, my another level of competence with it and confidence. But, um, yeah, man, that was good. You did awesome. Thanks, um I, I look forward to hopefully doing more cool stuff with you. I remember when I saw you, I was like, mm, no homo, but I got this whole kind of, <laughs> right. I was like, I like that guy's face. Uh, and I was like, I like that guy's face. I got clients like popping shots. I'm about to get to it. So I was like, I like that guy's face. And I got this whole art form of like, you can tell if you'll get along with someone from their face. I don't know if it's actually just bro science, but in my life, it's been pretty pretty if i see someone i like their face they're pretty good if i don't like their face <laughs> i tend to give them a chance and i'm like i knew i didn't like this guy's face <laughs> yeah. i think i think i think that like we think it's a physical thing but i think it's a lot more of a energy thing and 100 their aura you know it's like when you that's what's really great about fighting is as soon as you stand across from somebody i know so much about you I yeah. know, like so much about it and just yeah. by, like grabbing your hand like a handshake yeah you know so much about somebody I'm like oh this guy's a bitch yeah yeah yeah, yeah, <laughs> or, yeah. Like, a weak person sorry not a bitch you know or a strong person or a confident person or you know yeah. you, like you learn so much and that's that's again why i get so much more out of like physicality than words because i think words can be fake and uh, a shadow and envy yeah Smoking There's a man. lot of phys- physicality that you can't fake that stuff. That's what's great about fighting is you can't pretend who you are in the ring. You can mm-hmm. pretend who you are on the outside. You can talk all this shit you want. But as yeah, soon exactly. as you get in there, you're in the fire. You know, truth comes out real quick. Yeah, hundred percent. There's no, there's no faking those signals. Um, now, nah, man. So heck yeah, dude. I'm, I'm, it's an honor to see you on the speaking circuit. Um, I'm sure more people will hit you up and let you tell your story, which is an amazing one of quite a lot of accomplishment, man. Um, so yeah, man, it's an honor. I'm glad we got to do this together. I look forward to hopefully doing more cool stuff together and, um, great stuff, man, in here. I appreciate it, man. It was an honor to be on here with you.
Yeah, hundred percent. This thing's power packed. Heck yeah. Yo, what are you up to these days? Where can people find you? Uh, you can try to find me on social media, but <laughs> you know, I've been shadow banned for like a year and a half. Uh, so yeah. my, my Instagram and my Twitter are the soul assassin, D a soul assassin. Uh, you can go to my website, which is the soul assassin.com. Uh, yeah. pretty easy to find out what I'm doing. Heck yeah. That's what's up. All right, brother. Well, thanks so much. Once again, Kevin Ross, the soul assassin. Yo, we'll be, we'll be connected on some other stuff soon. I'm sure. Thanks brother. Yes, sir. Thank you. This is my MCK. There are many like it, but this one is mine. If you've got a firearm sitting around a pistol that you are not doing anything with, get an MCK. They make them for every single model. If you want a micro conversion kit that will turn your handgun into a force multiplier, get one, man. They are ultra affordable. CAA MCK micro conversion kits are the changing the game, y'all. So if you don't have one, you need to get one. Get one, your women, children, people that are less physically potent will be able to fire your firearm to farther distances with more accuracy. You will be able to fire your firearm to farther distances with more accuracy. I wanna get one of these into the hands of 100,000 more protectors this year because ultimately we are only as good as the things, the nation is only as good as its protection. Your home is only as safe and as good as your ability to protect it. MCK, go get one, drop your handgun in, take it to the next level, out, boom. Boom, yo, what up? I hope you guys really enjoyed that episode. Hey, listen, in order to get more out of the brand, I wanna encourage you to go join us on our social media platforms and join us at protectornation.com. We post different types of content on our different platforms at different times. Uh, you'll get blog posts, you'll get videos, you'll get real world combat engagements and things like that. So stay plugged in in order to get the most out of the brand. In order to support us, also go to protectornation.com and buy something or join forces with me on Patreon. You'll scroll down the homepage and you'll see the link. Uh, anything you can give counts, you know, think about whatever you would lose in your cushions or like spend on McDonald's this month, five bucks a month, whatever it is. Uh, that helps. That helps us make the world a better place by making good people dangerous. Anyways, this is Byron Rogers, protector by nature and by trade. And I'll see you on the next piece of content, whether it's a video or podcast out.